Mic check, mic check. Let me check the stream real quick. Make sure, make sure we got audio. Yep, we good. All right, New Richard Podcast back in the building with another one. Shout out my boy Key. He a bitch. This nigga Key on a bitch. I'll let you know about that. I always call my co-host a bitch when this nigga don't show up. But anyway, New Richard Podcast back in with another another episode in the building with... I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Go ahead. What up, everybody? It's your girl, Jay to the motherfucking duh. Jay to the motherfucking duh. All right. So the first thing I notice is the question mark. What's the question mark in your name? Um, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. To me, it's different interpretations of it. So the first one is like, you know, it's supposed to be like a J, like who the fuck is that? Like J mm-hmm. question. And it's like, duh, nigga. It's me. It's oh, me. Hello. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> word. How long you been going by that? Uh, since I first started, so I started in June of 2021. I've only been doing this Damn, for like seven months. Brand new. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm definitely brand new. I dropped my first single, Cop It, in June of 2021. So that was seven months ago, and it's already being played worldwide. So Damn. I'm really <laughs> you getting to work, ain't you? Yeah, I'm a hustler. And I, I just heard you shit. just came off a radio tour. Yeah, that shit was dope. That's nuts. <laughs> so what is it? So, all right, you started in June, correct? Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you feel like you got the tools and resources to be able to just dive in it so hard like that, to go on tour for radios, get your stuff played nationwide? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing that's different than anybody else? Um, well, for one, I got to give a shout-out to my team. My team's really amazing. Um, I wouldn't be anywhere without them. So, you know, they, I definitely have a great team behind me. So if you don't have a team, you definitely need one. Keep, um, I'm going to adjust your mic. Go ahead. Keep talking. Okay. Yeah. No worries. Um, you definitely need a team to like really thrive because, you know, you could do it by yourself, but it's harder to do it by yourself. Um, right. I, I don't like working by myself all the time. Like I like being, you know, having fun or whatever. Um, also, you know, I just grew up being really outgoing. Uh, just, I guess. The self-love journey helped me, like being in love with myself, actually loving who I am and not being afraid to express myself Mm -hmm. makes me different than a lot of people. Because instead of me, you know, looking or sounding like everyone else, I stand out because I don't sound and look like everyone else because I don't want to be anybody but me. Yeah. No, that's 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 hard. Like that's where you from? I'm from I'm I'm from the 804, but. Uh, you know, my family grew up. What you in, mean, but? No, no, because no, it's the it's the <laughs> area of the 804 I, okay. I grew up in. So my it? family grew up in Hampton, Virginia, 757. So I was back and forth from 757 and Hanover, Virginia. Hanover? <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, okay. I feel that. I see why you're saying that, but I like Hanover. Like, like my, my people got some farmland out in uh, in Hanover. We go out there and shoot guns. You ever lived shit. in Hanover? No, never it, lived in Hanover. That's why you like All right, it. see? All right, see? <laughs> What, what's wrong with it? It's racist as fuck. Is it really? Oh my gosh, yeah. I was actually I was showing um PD my manager some like show choir that. stuff. Yeah. He was like, "Bro, this shit looks like Get Out." Like he was like, "Dead ass, <laughs> this looks weird." Like, yeah, the stuff. I don't know it. I always so I'm used to standing out too. Like I was the only mixed kid my until I got to high school. So right. I was the only mixed kid in my entire elementary school. Both of the elementary schools I went to in the middle school, I was like one of the only ones. So. Damn. 
Yeah, it's weird. So go into that a little more. Like, what was that like being a kid? Like, when did you notice, like, hey, these people were acting weird to me? Um, I guess when I started becoming conscious of, like, my surroundings. Like, ever since I was in elementary school, you know, my mom would always tell me. I would always go to my mom crying. Like, they don't like me. People don't like me. You know, I'll have friends, and then they'll stop wanting to be my friends after a while. Or, you know, I'll have friends, and... I wasn't allowed to go over their houses, but other people were. Oh. Yeah, so I had to deal with that. And, you know, as a kid, like, how do you, you know, I feel bad for my mom and my dad because, like, how do you tell a kid, like, you can't yeah. go over because of this, you know? And it's all it was always because, you know, my mom used to say it was because people were jealous of me, <laughs> which, I mean, could have <laughs> been a thing. But I also think that it was, like, I had a lot to do with, like, racism and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as a kid, I didn't really pay attention to it because you don't really know what that is until you grow up and then you actually start noticing. But, you know, I was, I guess, aware of people not fucking with me ever right. since, like, I was really, really little. Like, wow. elementary school was just like, I, was just I, to ask. I don't yeah, keep so friends. Yeah, I don't keep friends. Guys don't like me. I was also the tallest girl in my school, too, so. Niggas yeah. Dan, that's fucked up. <laughs> Tall like people. I think nowadays, like men like tall girls. Is that right? No. Yeah. Oh, is it we, better? Is, we is, came a long <laughs> way. I I cannot stand somebody that doesn't give tall girls their credit. Like growing up, you know, being taller, especially like elementary school, middle school, guys would make fun of you. Nobody would want yeah, to talk to you. You fun. never got any guys, which I wasn't focused on it anyways. But it was just like people would pick on you and stuff. Couldn't wear heels. Um, and then eventually, in like sometime in high school, I was just like, fuck y'all, fuck it. I'm gonna wear what I want. I used to yeah. wear heels. Was the tallest. Everyone thought that I was weird or whatever until now. The guys that used to make fun of me in high or high school, middle school, and elementary school are in my fucking. Is gyms. there is there literally so, there's literally one guy that you like? There's probably more than one, but there's literally guys like you. You the same guy that used to do X, Y, and Z. Literally. There's a, there's a lot of them that have like you know made my life shit growing up, and then come coming back. They're like, well, you glue up, yeah, nigga. <laughs> and what about <laughs> it? <laughs> Yo, so how tall are you? I'm six foot. Six foot even? Yeah. Well, I might be a little taller now, but, yeah, I'm six foot. Okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't kind of used to that. Like, when when you came in, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm used to women, like, being lower, like, Short, yeah. like shorter. Yeah, that's sounded weird. I, I ain't mean lower. I mean, no, yeah, yeah, I know what you meant. I know what you meant. It's no worries. Yeah, I, I'm used to it, too. Like, I used to actually, like, um, I forced my body into, like, like standing like this like slouching and really? to the point where my body naturally does that now because oh, i used man. to be insecure about being tall so oh, damn. all of my friends are like five eight and lower <laughs> so i'm like i feel odd but now i like stand up straight as much as yeah, i can yeah <laughs> you should yeah this is that's a it's fun being tall well oh, oh, i can't speak on it from a girl perspective but yeah, yeah. embrace it embrace it Definitely. so i want i want to hear a little more about so I want to get into your background a little more, too, but I want to talk a little bit of music now. When did you start getting into the music? Uh, so I first so I first started off as a singer. Um, I started off singing when I was around seven or eight. And I'm going to tell you, I can tell real quick. Exactly. I can tell. Yeah, just from like a little bit of what I listen to, I can I can tell that you could go there if you really wanted to. Oh, yeah. My, I have an album coming out called Miss Rager. I'm going to let you hear a sneak peek of it before I leave. That shit, chef's kiss. <laughs> that shit goes hard, but... Um, yeah, I did start about seven or eight taking vocal lessons, you know, ever since I could remember, I would always love singing. Like even when I was a baby, you know, nursery rhymes and shit, like I was just obsessed with them. Um, and my, you know, stories my parents tell me and stuff. Um, so I started taking vocal lessons from seven all the way to, 
uh, my senior year of high school, I took chorus. I was singing at church. I would be in like productions, plays and stuff like that. So, you know, I've always been really big on singing. Didn't start rapping until June, though, of mm. 2021. That's mm. when I first, you know, uh, dabbled into it. P.D. Mills, shout out my manager. He um, was like, you know what? Did he go back there? What's yeah. Up, yeah. <laughs> he was looking for a female artist. And I, you know, came to him thinking I was going to sing. Then he was like, all right, spit this word, spit this verse for me real quick. Or this a uh, hook. It was a hook. And I was like, all right. I tried it. That shit went hard. I was like, oh, we keep going. Let's see what I could do. If I could write music and freestyle to, you know, singing, I could be able to do it for rapping. Right. Did that shit. And right. I was like, oh, yeah, we about to take off with this shit real quick. Did you feel comfortable rapping immediately or did you have to grow into it? Um, I felt comfortable rapping immediately. Uh, I was, you know. I feel safe around my team and who I'm around. So, you know, I felt comfortable to be myself. Um, and when I was, you know, in high school and stuff, I used to play around like freestyling, but I didn't know it was rap because mm -hmm. I wasn't a rapper. I was a singer. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was just like rhythmic singing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I found out like, oh, this is rapping because I grew up with old school rap, like talking your shit, not right. like new school rap where it's like you can kind of have a melody behind it. Um, so I was like, oh, this is new. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so, yeah. so so i'm assuming that's what you liked about it immediately like the melody part of it no yeah for sure and i like i like talking my shit with singing i'm a soulful singer so like when i sing i get i dive deep into like the hurt parts of myself and i bring that out so that i can heal i use music as like a healing mechanism to like heal myself um emotionally mentally whatever and to hopefully like get people to you know heal themselves as well but with rap, I feel like invincible. I feel like I can say whatever the fuck I oh, want to shit. say. Ain't nothing nobody can do about it because ain't nobody finna check me about it. Right. So, so yeah. damn, I just had a, I had a good ass question too. <laughs> fuck. I'm gonna fuck the run if you got it. I'll come back to it. Like, I wanna speak a little bit to your image because you, you spoke a lot about being like kind of not really introverted but you weren't really comfortable expressing yourself as a kid because what people i can relate to that a whole lot because mm -hmm. as a kid i was stupid shy like really <laughs> shy like i remember one time i was in middle school had to be like sixth grade and it was like march and the teacher asked a question and i answered it and everybody turned around it was like yo i ain't know he talked like oh, shit. I, it was really like that i really i didn't even feel comfortable talking the in fact front of that people. you remember the month you that was a that was it, a monumental yeah, it moment. was <laughs> it was big like and so i can relate to that a whole lot but now looking at you 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 seem to be really outgoing you know you're, you're putting your personality right on you know out front yeah. so explain to me what that what that growth was like um so you know growing up uh i always tell people you know being around, you know, a bunch of white kids and stuff. Um, and then my mom was like a really, well, re pretty much one of the only really big uh, female influences I had in my life. You know, me and my mom are best friends. Anybody that knows us knows that that's my, that's my best friend. I don't All care right. what nobody says. Um, but, you know, growing up, you know, having that to look up to, I always would straighten my hair. I'd always want to, cause I wanted to fit in. I wanted to feel, you know, I, I saw that as also, you know, the beauty standard when I was growing up was always white, you know, mm -hmm. straight, mm -hmm. uh, skinny, whatever. Um, and so I don't know. I just started to straighten my hair. I used to hate my hair. Like, I don't want it curly. Like I wanted it. I want it to be straight. I want it to be flowy. I used to get more compliments in school when it was straight or whatever. Um, but I, I realized that it was just because they didn't know any better. Um, <laughs> 
But, you know, I don't know. I, I, I began kind of expressing myself uh, a little bit, like, from, like, seventh grade to ninth grade. I used to wear, like, big, bold eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. No lashes, but, like, big, bold eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then started getting picked on. So I kind of grew out of that a little bit um, just to kind of fit in a little more to, like, the basicness. This is when Kim Kardashian started popping, being a big thing. So I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, I'm going to do nudes and stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then eventually, you know, I was just like, fuck it. People are always going to have a problem with whatever I do anyways. Right. So you might as well love what you do and not hide yourself. Like, right. I was I was tired of hiding who I was. I was tired of, like, hiding behind this, like, bad bitch image. Like, I saw bad bitch energy as, like, a you have to look like all of the Instagram models. You have to look like all of the basic, like, you know, I don't want to say build a bitch. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> build like, a bitch. Like, <laughs> that's the first time I heard that term, but that's, I know that, exactly what the fuck you talking what, about. Yeah, that's what I, I, and there's no, no disrespect, no hate towards women that like to get work done. You know, I never hate on that, but it's, it's not my thing. And that's what I call it. Um, it, it's not my thing, but I always wanted to look like that. I would get like booty sculptors, like, like underwear and stuff. Really? Like, to, yeah, I used to really, I used to edit my body growing up like social the social media world fucked me up in my like Damn. view on how i looked to the point where i was editing myself like to look like a build bitch like i would build myself you was using like the little morph app like mm-hmm. the so yeah i was I using like faces app. to like or like it's like it's called facetune and you can well not you can't do it anymore but back in the day you were able to like make your waist smaller make your hips wider uh smooth your face out so you have no imperfections uh, color like your eyes you could change the eye color of your eyes and shit like yeah like that was crazy so i realized you know i didn't really have to do that because people fuck with me naturally so instead of trying to be anybody else i was just like you know what i'm gonna be myself <laughs> yeah was it so I'm, I'm gonna just like come back to me like for me it was when i started buying my own clothes that's when i really started to like grow like expand and you know my personality came out wasn't anything like that for you or you just kind of set it in your head like fuck it so uh, kind of so like when i first started buying my clothes i was a model i mean i still am a model technically but it's not my number one passion anymore so before i like just i I think honestly not even gonna lie to you i think music was the the thing Mm -hmm. rapping was the thing that i was just like fuck it that's when you really Uh, yeah yeah because when i came into this industry I grew, I like came in with people that loved me. They were fucking with me, thought I was hard. Then once I started rising and elevating past people that have been in the game for years. Oh, I know what you're say. Yeah, that shit started being weird. I'm like, bro, I've never done anything to you. And if you're going to hate on me anyways, I'm going to show shit on you and show you who the fuck I am then if that's the case. So, yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm going to shout out the chat real quick. We got Verse Presley in the chat. What he say? He said something. Oh yeah. Uh, so hold on. Official trade piece. A real hustler. Um, ain't nothing wrong with a tall female. But it was something in there I wanted to see. Oh, he <laughs> called me a nerd. Yeah, I was a nerd. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my cousin. Shout out Trey P. But um, Trey who? Trey P. The official Trey, Trey P. P. Oh no. Yeah. I thought he said Trey Peoples. I know a, a, a Trey nigga. Peoples. I know a nigga named Trey Peoples. Is that him? Know. No, that's oh. not him. I don't know who. That I was is. like, I would tie. I think I yeah. I went to high school with like one of his friends or cousin i don't know yeah <laughs> so look when you so when did you do the pink hair when when did the pink come out because i see you, you you're real big on pink i love pink pink is my favorite fucking color and actually i just like really started expressing my pink because you know when i grew up again 
niggas used to be like, oh, pink's a girly color. And so to fit in, I'm like, oh, I like orange. I like yellow. I got, I like purple. I'm different. No. Niggas, I like pink. And it's nothing wrong with liking pink. I'm a girl. And so I can like a girl color stigma right. or, uh, you know, stereotype or whatever. Um, so June, I actually, so the first single I ever came out with is called Cop It. If you look at the picture, it looks like my hair's dyed, but that's hairspray. Um, I went and got props for my first photo. It was my first photo shoot ever for the cover, and I was getting all pink things. I had a whole mm-hmm. pink outfit, and so I went to Party City, and I was like, hmm, pink balloons, pink shopping bags, because mm-hmm. it's about copping it, like, mm-hmm. you know. And so I got pink shopping bags, and then I was like, I got a pink glove that I, I don't wear anymore, but uh, I still have that. And then I saw pink hairspray, and I was like, Hmm, I wonder what this would look like. I always oh, loved shit. pink hair, like hairspray in general growing up, like yeah. just doing different colors. And, you know, growing up, my mom never wanted me to dye my hair because it would mess up my curl pattern. So I was like, you know, what? I'll just do the hairspray. I did half of it just to test it out. Mm-hmm. Came out, showed my photographer, shout out Absolute, and my manager, Petey Mills, um, showed them and was like, all right, what you think? And they were like, oh, shit, that's sweet. And they were like, all right, you ready? And I'm like, nah, I haven't even <laughs> done the yeah. other half of my head yet yeah. and they were like nah that shit look dope and i was like are you sure i don't know about this they're like nah do that trust me and i was like all right fine i took the pictures i was like oh shit that's dope so you know three was, weeks was it half and half mm-hmm. okay it was half pink half black and then three weeks later i'm still you know i was like you know what i'm gonna just fucking do it uh, actually and so i'm looking for hairstylist to actually be able to do it professionally mm-hmm. couldn't find one in time mm-hmm. or you know because it was covid still mm-hmm. or it was like mad expensive so one of my friends at the time uh, had dyed my hair half and half and yeah that shit was dope. That's, that's your shit now the yeah. half and half yeah a lot of people think that i got it from somewhere honestly that's fucking bullshit um i mean got it from somewhere like people just i don't know people always have like an opinion or whatever so like you know, if somebody colors their hair, they they try to say, you know, oh. Oh, everybody's doing it because ev- they're doing it. Yeah. I got you. I got Fuck you. Fuck that shit. I, if anything, I was the first one to do it <laughs> in the city. So, at least that I know. Right. <laughs> to do the half and half oh, shit. I, I ain't seen nobody. I mean. Right. I don't know. With, like, bright, vibrant colors. Um, but, yeah. All right. Let's move on to the project. I want to talk about your your project. And I was playing a little bit of it before you came in. Let me pull it back up. Shout out the title. I use title. Mm-hmm. Jada the EP. Yep. Brand new. December 2nd, 2021. Damn. It was only in December? December 2nd, 2021. Yep. Damn. So, what is, how did this project come about? Is this, this is your first complete, well, it's an EP, but you got five, five tracks on here. Mm-hmm. Is this the first thing you ever put out? Yeah. So, um, my, well, besides my first single, Cop It, which right. was, originally on there on soundcloud but because i released cop it on all platforms first it didn't make the ep when i released it to all platforms so i put the ep on soundcloud first and then released it okay um but i had put cop it out first on every platform before but yeah that was my first um ep ever it got over 150,000 streams um within seven months or actually within like the first three months it got over 90k streams um which was dope as fuck and yeah that shit was crazy i never thought that i could like do something like that each song that i like started producing i made each song on that album in less than like two hours each so like the first copy i did that in like 30 minutes honestly uh cake day i did that in like an hour and a half glacier i did that in like an hour and a half 
um, just recording shit, having fun. I was fucked up in every single song. That really? I, yeah, every time I record, I have to be lit. I don't know what it is, like, because I guess because I make party music and, like, lit music. Like, yeah, woohoo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like being lit. <laughs> yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. So, I, you mentioned Glacier. Like I told you, that was my, my favorite one off of the whole thing I listened to. When did you when did you create that one? When did I create Glacier? Glacier was like July, right? Like sometime July. Um I created Glacier. I I was really big, so twenty sixteen, I was really big on Playboy Cardi, Lil Uzi. That's when like Lil Yachty drum came out with the um and running on my broccoli. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your baby mama's yeah, something like that. But that was like the year where like it was like, I don't know. I can't even describe that summer was just so surreal to me. I went to my first concert. Shout out Lil Uzi. I went to two of his concerts that year, and he was my first one. Went in a mosh pit that year for the first time. You um, knocked somebody out? Nah, actually, no. <laughs> actually, kind of. I had to push somebody <laughs> off. One of my, uh, I went with my brother. My brother, he was a big influence in my life, and he took me. And this, this was actually, nah, this was a Playboy Cardi concert. But it wasn't my first mosh pit. But I have to tell you this story. Yeah. One of my friends had jumped out of a car a couple weeks before that, broke his arm, right? He's in the mosh pit with his arms broken. What? In the mosh pit, drunk off his ass. Me and one of my friends had to go get this nigga out the mosh pit. And I'm like, I wasn't prepared to go mosh it. I didn't even have the shoes on for that shit because it's at the national, so we were in the back. Right. And I'm talking about people swinging. Like, this was a mosh pit, mosh pit. Like, people swinging, scratching, whatever. And a nigga kept bumping into me. And I was like, bro, get off. And I have a quick temper. I'm like, bro, get off. He did it again. I'm like, my nigga, move. Psh, push him. And then he pushed me back. And then we just started pushing each other. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is fun. Yeah, we got to beat somebody up. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, so, you know, that summer was really fun for me, really monumental. I'll never forget that shit. And so this summer or 2021 summer, I wanted to have that type of nostalgia back that, like, fun carefree don't give a fuck summer because you know covid was happening people are depressed sad mm -hmm. stuck in quarantine whatever and i was just like fuck it let's make like a playboy cardi Lil uzi type of song but make it a girl version and so we found the perfect beat for that shit and i was like yeah this shit slaps that's i was funny. like it gives me that yeah. like yeah yeah woo -hoo, woo -hoo, that's carefree. funny that you say that because that's exactly what i was thinking because i'll anytime i hear somebody who's who's from here i always like just think like who can I, how can I kind of like compare them to somebody that everybody would like, like some mainstream artist? And I, I definitely get that vibe. Like you can hear it in the beats, like Pierre Bourne style beats mm -hmm. on, on some of the tracks. And I was like, yeah, this is like some, some girl Uzi type shit. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I love, a lot of people, they compare me to, shout out Rico Nasty. That's one of my favorite artists. I don't know if you know who that is. I've heard, I don't know if I know anything She's about hard. her. A lot of people compare me to her because she's one of the only other female artists that are, like, really popping for rage. Like, rage is, like, um, you know, yeah. a category that I like to be yep. in. I like to rage a lot. And that's what most people compare me to because you can't really, like, there aren't a lot of girls out here doing the shit that we do. Like, there's not a lot of girls in this lane like right. doing the rage shit. A lot of girls can't because of their voice and stuff. So you have to have the voice for it. I already mm -hmm. had a deep voice as raspy or whatever. So it's, like, perfect for it. And yeah. so instead of being embarrassed about my deep ass nigga voice, I'm embracing <laughs> that shit. <laughs> why do you like that? Why do Why do you like that uh, that genre? Um, I always liked it growing up. I was like big on Avril Lavigne, like rock shit, like 
that that head banging like yeah rah. i've been through some shit growing up um you know like a little bit of what i told you you know just feeling like an outcast and shit i had a lot of deep hidden emotions back in the day i didn't know what it was why i liked it i just knew i liked it mm-hmm. i used to listen to screamo uh i was embarrassed to tell people i used to listen to screamo sleeping with sirens like that like <laughs> and i'm like yeah this shit hits i'm like you can hear it through my my headphones my brother be like what the fuck are you listening like, yo, to yo your fucking ears already blow up <laughs> yeah because he grew up like you know listening to like lil wayne he like trap yeah so um yeah so oh, he I, has good taste no yeah oh <laughs> we were actually on the way over here listening to the carter three I grew up on that shit. Wayne. My brother put me on to Lil Wayne at a young age to the point where Good. I was like. Good man. No, Good yeah, man. for Wayne's sure. Wayne's my favorite all time. Yeah, he's Hell hard. Yeah. People don't. I was listening and I'm like, bruh, I forgot this nigga went that yeah. hard. And like, you know what? I don't like how people say he fell off or he not. This nigga is still rapping. He's for still sure. rapping the right Carter now. The Carter Five was one of the best albums of that year. I, and yep. I hate when people are like, oh, he lost his shit. No, no you just sick. don't. He, he sounds the same. That He didn't go with the genre or with the generation. He stayed in. In his lane yeah that's what people fuck up with they're like oh he needs to put out the new shit now nah, he's no. staying with the old shit because his old shit's never gonna go out of style right. i listen to lil wayne all day <laughs> yeah yeah wayne he, he goes hard like like i was listening to mr carter and i was just like that used to be one of my favorite songs exactly i'm like this is just it's so genius mr carter lil wayne mr carter jay-z, Jay-Z. like Niggas aren't like <laughs> niggas aren't doing shit like that no more, bro. That shit is so hard. Like you have to actually like be in tune with the artist to understand like what these niggas were talking about. And I'm like, yo, you talking about Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice? I'm like, yes. That's what I'm saying. Say that shit. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> Shout out to the chat. We got Ebony, Ebony Miss Tent My Ride in the chat. She says, I was definitely thinking she reminds me of Rico, so she knows who Rico is. Hey, Rico, Rico, yeah, dope. Word. <laughs> um, back to the project. I told you what my favorite song was on there. What's your favorite song from the project? My favorite song. Hmm, that's crazy. Um, I like them all. I think my favorite ones would have to be one cop it because that was my first single ever, my first song ever. Um, it's not on it, on the yeah, on all platforms. On but if you go on SoundCloud, it's part of it. So I still oh, say it's part okay. of it. Gotcha. Yeah, because I put I was like, uh, cop it out first. <laughs> but um, I personally like Loose Screws. Okay. That's my favorite one. Uh, that's like a, a like distorted, like, ah, type of thing. Like, psychotic bitch, I'm with the shits. It, yeah. it starts off with saying, these bitches think they crazy, but I'm psychotic. <laughs> and, I don't know. I just like <laughs> it because... Growing up, like, I just always thought there was something wrong with, like, who I was. Like, I have multiple personalities in my head. And before I used to, you know, think that there was something wrong with that. Like, I could hear I can hear myself talking. I can answer myself. Like, that's weird. People don't do that. I would talk to myself growing up. And people would be like, who are you talking to? Like, myself. And they're like, you're fucking weird. I'm like, no. I, I just I have multiple personalities. And so call me psychotic if you want to. I'm going to show <laughs> you what psychotic is. And in that song, I showed people, like, what being a psychotic bitch was and the thoughts that i have in my head which i'd never do unless being tested to that point like a lot of stuff that i rap about is just shit that goes on in my head it's not stuff that i would actually like really 100 percent do it's just shit that i've thought about and if you test me to my limits i know i'm capable of doing that if i need to right so (laughs) and that's now that's that's i'm gonna have to take a second listen to that one because i 
It's like I kind of listened, but I surface listened to it. I didn't really kind of get into it. So now with the explanation, I think I'll try to get at one a second listen. Nah, what, yeah, definitely. You're gonna you're gonna fuck with it because when you hear it, you're like, oh, you're when you first hear it, it's like, oh, this bitch crazy, whatever. No, but if you actually hear it and understand, like. Like, the meaning of, oh, she has, like, this thought in her head, but it's not, like, I'm actually going and doing this shit. It's just, like, it's a thought, so be careful with how you test me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Word. All right, so which song was the most fun for you to make on the project? I'd say Glacier. Glacier? Um, yeah, that okay. was definitely the most fun because, like I said, the the um, just the whole process of actually getting it done. It's a, It was actually one of the hardest songs that we had to like sit down, mix, and mastered because of the the way the vocal was up against uh, the beat and stuff. Like it, it just had to be perfect. Um, and then that's one of the only songs besides Cop It that I had a music video to. So the whole I gotta listen to Cop It because you, you you're mentioning that one a lot. I don't think I I saw that one. Like, let me see. That shit starts off with where your man's at. I just hit his line when I go shopping. You can't stand that. He just throw a bag and not go cop it. Where your fans at? I'll be, be nope, everywhere yep, because I'm popping. You got to. That shit hard. I was listening to so outside of this project, the one uh it's called Bitch. Is it just <gasps> called Bitch? Hey, that shit just yeah, came out today. Feature. And that's why I saw it, because I saw you posted it and I was like, let me see what let me see what that is. How'd you like it? It was. It's not my style. It ain't my style. But <laughs> it's, it's it's for a, definitely for a specific. It's a, it's a different type of. See, I, and I only listen to fucking like straight rap, mm-hmm. like trap shit. That's what I'm listening to. So I can't really get into any, it. Yeah, anything yeah. outside. Like I can definitely understand the artistry and different types of music, but it don't really like do shit. For Talk me. to like, you. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It was it was dope for me because like I. I'm the type of artist, I'm very versatile. I listen yeah, to everything. And you are, for sure. And I wanted to bring that up, too. But go ahead. I want you to keep going. No, yeah. I'm, I'm really versatile. I'll even listen to country music. A lot of people, they hate on I like country music. That's just... I love all types of music. Jazz, uh, rock and roll, I, just every fucking genre. Um, and that song brought me back to show choir. I used to do show choir back in the day. And it was just like... I don't know. The vibe was just like a a yes type of moment, like yes, queen type of moment. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> this song you talking about right here? What? Oh, uh, the but the bitch. Yeah. 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 That I shit just brought that. me back into like I'm that bitch. Like <laughs> I used to grow. I I grew up uh, watching like Clueless uh, movies, like Legally Blonde, like the you know the little prissy. I'm I'm prissy. Mm. Like I might have like a little grunge to me, but I'm for sure prissy. I'll carry around my purse. I'll, I wear heels all the time. Like, I'm very, uh, uh, I'm not a bitch, but, like, some people think I'm a bitch because I'm prissy. I don't know. I just, I like it. (laughs) It's one of my personalities. Okay. (laughs) And I want to mention, because you you brought up a good point when your versatility. So, on this project, I heard pop. I heard, like, Uzi style. Like, I don't know what to call that. I heard rager shit. I heard like four different types and it's only five <laughs> tracks on there so what is it about you that allows you to go into those different ranges different genres and and still create something that's that's relevant to you my different personalities okay. for sure um i i definitely have like a bunch of like i said i have a bunch of different ones like vibing in my head with me mm-hmm. and i know it sounds crazy but whatever um or psychotic, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I have different versions that I like to bring out. Like I'm, and I feel like that's also something that's dope with me, and it's gonna be dope when I drop my album, Miss Rager, because I, I like to switch it up. 
Uh, I don't like sounding the same all the time. Um, there's songs on there that, you know, I can have different looks for. Like, I'm talking, I'm thinking, like, longevity, long term. So I'm talking about, like, music videos. Do I want to look the same in every fucking music video? No. I want to, you know, bring out my pop side. I want to bring out my hip-hop side, my rap, my, my, I don't really dabble in the country, but I'm not opposed to it. Not really my thing right now. But, um, you know, just different, I don't know, I want people to, all types of people to feel me. I want all types of people to relate to what I have going on because, that's what the real people in this world do. Like they, you know, if you're a real artist, you want not just people that fuck with one type. You want all types of people to fuck with you and listen to you. If you actually have a real message or a real purpose out here to really like be producing music or putting out music, you want people of all colors, ages, you know, whatever, to relate to what you have to say because <coughs> what you have to say is important. So I'm trying to reach everybody. So I have to dabble into every single genre that I can. And so just because i have the talent to do so i'm gonna i'm gonna do that shit that's crazy because a lot of people will try to focus on one first and then they try to branch off like you remember when wayne started doing the rock and mm -hmm. like i think thug went into the country a little bit you know mm -hmm. just kind of branched out like that why now is it just because you can do it and it's fun or is there any strategy on on why you're doing that so i first started off with rage um you know richmond they, I feel like they pay more attention to rappers than they do singers. Um, and, you know, there's more rap shows than there are singing shows besides, like, open mics. I, open mics aren't my thing. I mm -hmm. don't like doing that. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm, I'm thinking, like, I guess, where, where's the money at? Like, I, I don't want to just tap into one thing, and then that's what people know you for. So, like, if I built my fan base on just rage people are going to know me for just rage so if i ever dabbled out into something else my rage fans aren't going to fuck with what else i put out unless they, they're diehards and they fuck with me for me but a lot of people they like to fuck with music for the way it sounds like let's say you know i fuck with i fuck with lil wayne he goes that well now nah, i can't say lil wayne because i'll fuck with whatever he does uh <laughs> <laughs> i fuck with i'm trying to think of a artist uh, Coyla Ray, for example. I fuck okay. with Coyla Ray hard. She goes hard. But if she put out, like, a, a singing song, like, there's some songs that she's put out that I'm just, like, eh, I yeah, want the old Coyla Ray back. Yeah. Like, I want that, that like, that grunge to it. I don't I don't yeah. want the whole sappy stuff all the time. Um, so, you know, that's where I'm looking for, like, looking towards, like, building my fan base to where, you know, they'll fuck with me for me instead of just categorizing me with something. Cause That's I'm so good, versatile. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm outside of a box. So it's like, I don't want anyone to feel like they can put me in one. Mm -hmm. Cause you can't. That's like a main reason I don't really listen to future no more. Cause he don't really do the shit he was doing back when I was listening to him. Right. He exactly. more into that fucking like love, like sad, not really sad nigga, but you know what I'm saying? Like talking shit about women. Like, yeah. or like you know, like, like he, he sound bitter. He sound like a he sound yeah, bitter. Yeah, like he dropped way. the song today and I turned it on and when I heard the beat, I turned it immediately off. So I'm like, I already really? know what I'm getting. I know what I'm getting. Damn. He could be he could be like emotional about it. And then that's not what I like him for. So that's cool I like that the you dirty soda, out. the dirty yeah, sprite and yeah, shit. Yeah, dirty sprite. That shit went stupid. Yeah, um <laughs> fucking you remember the shit when he had um Tony Montana. That's Tony old, Montana. Yeah, like back Tony then. That, that's that lit shit. That yeah type of shit. It <laughs> yeah. make you want to bop your head, not know, damn, I'm at home taking a couple shots because my bitch just left me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not listening to that shit. Fuck I'm that. Good. I don't want to hear that shit. And that's all he do now. He trying to be like Drake for real. Mm -hmm. That's Drake Lane, and he can do that. And I can listen to him for that. But 
that's like Drake. Okay, like for example, when Drake went into like his like, oh, I'm trying to be hard. I can't take you seriously because I already saw you. I saw you on Degrassi first. <laughs> <laughs> then I saw you, like, I grew up with you being Degrassi, Jimmy. Um, I used to love that show. And then I'm like, when I first heard Successful, that's the first song I ever heard from Drake was Successful with yeah, Trey songs. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck? I was like, he looked from, that's the that's nigga from nigga. Degrassi. I was like, no. So I can't, oh, I can't get into the, like, oh, I want to be a thug trap and shit. I, I ain't gonna he, lie. I like that. Sh- I like when he, when he rap like that. Really? He's just too good. He's, no, yeah, he is really he's good. He's too good, but I can I, I can feel that though. Like I can I can see that for future, but you can see that for Drake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I fell in love with Drake because of his like his like sappiness. I like I like a sensitive ass nigga. Like <laughs> you know, like that that I'm gonna go cry in the club real quick about you. Yes, it shows <laughs> oh, me you nah. care. Keep it up. I don't oh, I don't nah. like the whole like oh fuck these bitches get money. Let me shit on a bitch because if you don't want that to happen to you, because I'll for sure shit on you real quick. Then don't do that shit to me. Word. So I don't like listening to shit like that all the way. Word. <laughs> Oh, so this is that's a good segue. What do you listen to? Uh, right now, I, I ain't gonna lie. I listen to a lot of my shit just to okay. like, um, you know, I, I I love what I put out. Um, but if it's not me, I listen to Boy Wise. I listen to Tusi, Rod Wave, Lil Wayne. Always. Um, Shout out Trey P. He was the first nigga on Rod Wave. He put everybody on. Yeah, I, yeah. A lot of people were sleeping on him. Yeah. I'm like, I even went hard on like before Hard on Ice came out. He was like putting out yeah. crazy shit um people still sleep on him to this day people still don't are people to trying to steal his style now because i remember what's the first song you heard from where Wave? mine was probably like this song he had with um, i'm in Glock the middle Nine. of the projects with my gun in my head that's not, he doesn't even have that out anymore really? it's a gambling what you gonna do when it's time to feed your family we out here gambling his his like video went viral of him doing that shit. really yeah yeah i heard it was some song with glock nine i think it was called it, it was like get a bag or some shit like that and i was like yo who the fuck is this like this was like this is probably the first like he won't out for real he mm-hmm. won't out but i was like niggas are gonna be doing that in like three years they're gonna be doing exactly what the fuck he's doing that like sappy sad yeah. sad boy shit yeah like singing like 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 singing but i you know what i haven't seen a lot of people doing that though like singing but still rapping you know what it, i'm saying they they try to that's the thing but they can't do it because it's hard so people definitely try to but it, it's it's hard and you know i feel like a lot i just feel like you know, the generation now going into music is just really changing. And I, I want to change it again. Like, it went from hardcore trap to all these niggas talking about shitting on bitches to now it's like, oh, wait, no. I'm getting my heart broken by bitch. <laughs> so now we know why you really don't like us is because you're getting your heart broken. So now it's like, where the confident niggas at that don't have to shit talk? What type of music would a confident nigga make? Huh. A confident nigga gonna make some music talking about something with substance like okay. something to actually feed people's mind instead of oh i just fucked this bitch or i'm getting my shit whatever by this bitch or oh i'm gonna do i, I don't know i feel like that is getting kind of played out at the yeah. moment like it's cool but it's like i want to hear your story i want to hear what you have to say not just you talking about what you can get from a female or how much money you make like right. okay we every nigga can talk about that and a lot of niggas that do put out music like that be capping so be capping. <laughs> i want to hear like something like you know that's gonna make me think about shit like shout out nas i grew up listening to nas that shit i would listen to nas all day like 
to actually have a message for the people. I, I grew up on that song. You know that song that's like, I know I can't yeah. be what I want to yeah. be. That was like my favorite song on that that album. It was number seven. I remember listening to it in the car. <laughs> she said number, no, the number, number and everything. Seven. Yeah, I used to tell my dad, can you play number seven in the back? Can you play? I would have to remember the like the track numbers so I could be like, can you play? Because I didn't know the name. So I'd be like, can you play number seven? Yeah. I know I like that song. Um. So like so I, I don't know stuff like that. I feel like that needs to come back, and I feel like it is. I feel like we're going back in time when it comes to music. Like my music I'm putting out now reminds me of the early 2000s alternative girl like skater, mm-hmm. like when Avril Lavigne was popping, like like with the rock rock and roll guitars, like mean. shit, yeah. yeah. Big or ass like, boots and shit mm-hmm. with fucking skirts and shit on. Yep, and then like uh, Hollaback girl coming like okay. coming back. It ain't no Hollaback. Who was that? I can't remember that. Gwen Stefani. Name. Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's just dope. Yeah. I'm getting in, but no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh uh, shit! I had it. What was it? Um. Oh yeah. So tell me about just this tour you just did. You just went on tour radios. On the fucking East Coast. I can take a sip. Go ahead. I'm take excited. a sip on that one. Mm. Take a sip on that one. What did you do? Where did you go? Who did you talk to? Um, So that was my first tour ever with music. Um, I used to travel back and forth to from here in New York for modeling and stuff. But this was the first time for music. And it was so dope. I stopped in New Jersey first. I did a podcast um, there with my... with. DJ Jazzy, shout out my DJ, my first DJ ever. Jazzy, what up? Yeah, she's dope. Um, yeah, so we did a couple po- or a, a podcast there. Um, it was for like a live, I think it was a live segment. Um, I cannot remember the, the name right now because I've been on so many. Damn, my bad. <laughs> Don't tell somebody that next week when you go on this shit. You was like, yeah, I was just on, what's the nigga in Richmond name? No, I remember. <laughs> I have to remember because I... I yours is new Richmond podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, because that's e- that's easy to remember. It's the ones that are aren't in my city that I'm like, yeah, damn, what was that? What was that called? Um, but I do remember we went to New York too, and that was my first radio interview, and that that shit made me feel like I'm ready for anything. Like, like, I'm I was here, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm here, here, nigga. It was the first time I was ever on the radio. I had so much love. Shout out! I know there's there's was word on the street podcast because I actually I remember podcasts when I post them. And if I po- if you repost me and post me and post me, and I constantly seeing you, that's how I remember you by like you you showing me love. I'm gonna show you back mm-hmm. the same love. So like the other podcast hasn't came out yet, so I haven't gotten really familiar. Okay, um, but that one did come out. And it was just like I had the, you know, the little mics like this. I had the headphones on. You could hear them talking in the microphones. I had people calling the station, asking oh, me shit. questions. Yeah, they said I had the most people call ever on their station. Hey, that shit that's was dope. Lit. <laughs> it was so dope. How long did they do our promo before? Like, did they, did they like promo on their page and shit? Yo, Jada's Jay does gonna be here on such and such. Um, we kind of did. Not not as much as like. Not to the point where it should have been that many people calling. I think yeah, it was just no, that many hard. people calling for straight love. It was a lot of my fans calling. That's what's up. Like I, you know, I posted it, and you know, I didn't post it like all like all day or whatever. I just posted it here and there because mm-hmm. you know I have to promote a lot of different things at once. Um, so it's kind of hard to just focus on one specific thing. And they were calling. I'm talking about like asking me questions, showing love. Um, 
It was surreal. It, it really reminded me how much love I get from my city because, you know, I for a while, when 2022 first started, I said 2022 is going to be my year, right? That was January 1st, or actually the week before January 1st. Then January 1st came around. I was like, yeah, this is going to be my mm-hmm. fucking year. January mm-hmm. 3rd come around. Boom. No, some wild shit had happened. And I'm like, damn, maybe this not going to be my year. I, God really tested me, tested my gangster. I got to relax. I got So I, I went into this like little episode of no one likes me type of thing. And I didn't realize, you know, my whole team was telling me, Jada, it's because you're coming up. It's, they're hating. They're hating. I, I'm, you know, I'm used to like basic hate, like, uh, like looks, dirty mm-hmm. looks. Uh, I've had bitches bump into me at clubs, try to pour drinks on oh me. I have God. little petty shit like that. But to go and talk shit or, you know, start shit on the Internet. I never really had shit like that because I, I don't invest my time into shit like that. I think that's some messy bitch shit to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not really, you know, it's not really my thing. Um, I think it's like more like a attention grabber and, and yeah. I get attention everywhere I go. So I don't need to do shit like that. Mm-hmm. Or if I do have a problem, I'm going to tell you directly. Mm-hmm. You're going to know that I have a problem. I don't need the whole world to know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm now stepping into the to the whole everybody has an opinion on Jada now and everybody has something to say. Negative, positive, whatever, like. I'm having pe- random people I don't know comment on my TikToks. Oh, you suck. Oh, this is trash. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm yeah, having shit like that. Yeah, and it'll, that come with the, yeah, for right. sure. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? I go on their page. They got like two followers. They following a thousand some people. I'm like, Yo. you ain't got shit else to do. Yo. But, you know, it really showed me how much love I got because I, I had forgotten for a while. I was just, I felt attacked. I felt like me coming up in the city, people from the city didn't like me no more. But it was like, no, it was just what I was surrounding myself with. I was surrounding myself around haters that, you know, didn't want me to elevate above them because they wanted me to stay down with them. Once you start elevating and surpassing people, you'll start losing a lot of friends that aren't real because most people don't want to fuck with you unless that you're, unless you're doing the same shit they do. They don't want you to outshine them. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Not cool. That's a fact. Is it, is it like catty or like real shady and like, like within the, Cause I'm sure there's other women who make music out here. Mm, like, sure. is it like, do you get bad like shit from them or is it just like all love or is it just everybody just do their own thing? It's kind of like, it's kind of a little bit of all three. It, d- it depends on what you pay attention to, what you focus on and what you invest your time into it. You know, music is no different than to me. I feel like a lot of shit that has happened to me in, in music is some shit that has happened to me in high school. Like, it's like people don't grow the fuck up. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is, but, um, oh no, Chester, Chester, yes. All right. I'm going to finish that. And then yeah, we'll introduce yeah. Chester. But with women, like, I feel like, you know, there's women that love and show love. Like we're supposed to, that's, that's the real women. You can tell the difference between a, a real woman and just a hating ass bitch based off of the genuineness of their, you know, their conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Or if they even like, I've had girls, you know, know who I am, look at me, look past me, but then go and talk shit on Instagram or something. And it's weird. So, you know, the people that are, or the women that are securing themselves and the women that know that they're going for, striving for something, like all of the women that have star power that I've met, and star power is that thing where you look at them and you know they're going to be something. Like, you know, know like, it it might not be like mainstream or whatever, you're going to be something. Like, you have that vibe to you. And those women are the ones that are so supportive. They don't mind sharing your shit because they have nothing to hate on. We're mm-hmm. not in the same lane. So you can support me. I can support you. And my fans are still going to fuck with me 
as hard as they did before. They're not going to go switch sides or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if they fuck with you, cool. It's not going to take away from my bread. But it's the it's the women that feel like they don't have something or, you know, envy. Envy is a bitch. Jealousy is yeah. a bitch. And I, my song, Cop It, I said a line is envious of me and I already know. All you hate is green. Uh, and that is uh. for sure. <laughs> I'm the fucking queen. So hand me that. Jo- All right. Anyways, uh, I just I knew coming into it, I was going to have envy. Yeah. I used to have envy from even older women, like women that are old enough to be my mama's age. About your music? Music, my looks, the way I look like it, it's weird. And I had that ever since I was a, a youngin. And I don't know if you know who Flo Millie is. Shout out Flo Millie. I feel she's like a, I've heard the name, but I, I don't she's know. She's dope. Is. She's a dope artist. She's mainstream right now. She's coming up. She's about to be on Megan Thee Stallion level. Uh, I think she is now, but there's still a lot of people that don't know who she is. So I'm like, damn, not yet. Right. It's coming. But she said, you know, hating on me and you, my mama's age. And I <laughs> felt that shit. Like, bitches really be hating, like, for no reason, just because you have some type of confidence. And it's not even just the music world. It's just women in general. Like, if we all came together and supported one another, I feel like we would be able to actually have something like people would take us more seriously like you everyone wants to be a boss everyone wants to be in charge of something how the fuck are you gonna be in charge of something if you're insecure within yourself you can't run anything if you can't even control your own emotions or run your damn self mm-hmm. and i feel like a lot of people just need to start loving themselves more so that we can actually start making a fucking come up as women like so that niggas will take us seriously how the fuck we expect niggas to take us seriously if we're fighting against each other and we don't band together it's fucking weird. Niggas, niggas see all the hate. They, they don't take. They'll, they'll probably look at it and be like, "What the fuck is this? Couldn't be me." Mm-hmm. So it's like, or, or the same with like you know niggas beefing. You know, you could say the same thing about like you know niggas killing each other, hurting each other, robbing each other, doing dumb shit. And it's like, you know, as a community, especially the black community, how the fuck you want people to take us seriously if we fight with our own people? So. I, don't know, I feel like people just need to band together during this time so we can actually make a fucking difference. No, for sure. Uh. <laughs> for sure, yeah. And we've definitely seen, like, it's that's just like a, a, uh, a something that's been said for so long, but it just seems like people just don't, everybody's so caught up in doing their own thing. Like, I'm, man, I don't give a fuck what this nigga talking about. I'm going to try to, you know, niggas are trying to get it however they can. So it's just. It just keeps perpetuating that same mindset. Right. And it's, and it's sad because it's like, it's all we know because that's you know it's in our music it's in it's in our face and so it's like i don't know i feel like we have a lot of healing in every community there's a lot of healing to go around and i feel like the only time i mean i'm a really yeah i'm gonna say i'm a really big like um i was in the protest during black lives matter i'm really big onto like equality i'm really big into you know actually making a difference within especially the black communities because i feel like we we have had a lot of shit taken from us. You know, we we made a lot of shit in this world, a lot of shit. And we were the only like one of the only races that really don't get the credit that we deserve as people, as you know, what we've brought into the world. And I feel like the fact. only reason is because we allow ourselves to keep being brought down. Like, you know, they had forced us into um, they for. I don't know if this is too much, but <laughs> I'm going to get deep for a second. But, you know, they forced us into so-called hoods. They called it hoods. They were, they were called projects. So a lot of people, they don't know the the meaning behind projects. Yeah. Projects, they call them projects because they were a literal project. Yeah. Um, they, you know, place a community of people in one setting, put drugs, guns, violence. I mean, if you go into a project, you see a, 
a liquor store on every corner. But if you go into a suburban neighborhood where the liquor store is, you have to drive 15 minutes to go to the liquor store. So it's like it's predetermined uh, set up. It's like that's what we were born into. And I just mm-hmm. want people to wake the fuck up to realize like we're bigger than that. We're better than that. And the power of the people is way bigger than the people in power. So, you know, when you actually Ooh. that's one of my favorite statements that I always say, like. The people, the power of the people is way bigger than the people in power. So the people that want to keep us down, you know, the only way they can keep us down is if we keep allowing them to keep us down. So if we actually came together and said, fuck the differences or whatever, and realized like what was actually going on, like think of all the drugs that we have in our community. Where the fuck are we getting them? We didn't have no <laughs> shit. Like we didn't have no ships, no planes or nothing. We didn't own shit. Where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, that's, and that's a something good point. Tupac was You know saying. what? Somebody, I, I've heard people say that, but like you just saying it again, just really like like solidified it for me. What the fuck? What black nigga went anywhere? Like went to Colombia and bought that shit back. Black niggas right now aren't <laughs> even doing that shit for real. They're getting somebody else to right. come do it. Like right, and that's what people don't th- they don't think of the bigger picture. They don't think of what's really going on. And that's what I want to you know wake people up with. I'm using my music. I'm not gonna say it in my music, but I'm for sure when I start talking. Like I'm a, I'm, I have some a lot of shit to say. A lot of stuff in my head that it just it doesn't make sense. And people need to wake the fuck up. At the end of one track, you should be like, "Ain't no black nigga bringing no drugs over here." You should have. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> Because they notice that shit. Because that, you know, I watch a lot of interviews from Tupac. I love Tupac. Um, and no, that was my uncle. Really? No, nah, I'm bullshit. I was I'm like, bullshit. you lying. You lying. Nah, yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, Nipsey Hustle, Dr. Sebi, even. I'm a really big conspiracy theorist and I've studied it for a long time. Ooh, conspiracy. Yeah, conspiracy we might get talk some conspiracies. Yeah, that's my shit. Hey, like, that's okay. actually why I got popping on TikTok. I got over 35,000. Um, no. 31,000 um, followers on TikTok straight from me <coughs> just talking about shit like this Word. on there. And it's just like, I just want to wake people the fuck up. <laughs> I'm tired of having these thoughts about myself. Word. So, yeah. No, that's hard. That's hard. You went, you went a little deep on, on a couple of topics. I appreciate that. No, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, so there's one topic, one question I always ask every guest. It's the only scripted part of this podcast. Is there anybody in Richmond that you think needs some type of recognition, whether it's another music artist, it is a fucking baker, a fucking police officer, <laughs> they fly planes, anything? Uh, it's just not fair because I, I don't want to miss out on anybody. So don't take this personal. Yeah, y'all can't get mad. Name. Like, come on. She didn't know I was really going to ask her this, so don't get mad. Right. Like, I, I just, yeah. So don't get mad yet. So, um. There's just so many people that deserve recognition in the city. Um, you know, I do want to start off with my team. Shout out Petey Mills. That's my manager. Goes crazy. He does a lot of shit. Helps me with a lot of shit. Um, Feli, the god, Fifi. This nigga Fee. This nigga Fee ducking me in Madden, too. <laughs> this nigga, nah, I'm, I'm joking. I ain't never hit him back up. I told him we was going to play that shit on live and, and see, because he swear he's so he's sweet. He's trash. He swear he's so tomato, sweet and shit. Tomato, tomato. No, was kidding. That's my <laughs> nigga. Uh, shout out him. He's really hard working. That's one of the hardest working niggas I, I know in the Real? city. Yeah, that nigga worked his ass off. That's what's up. Um, in and out of you know music. Um, so shout out to him. Uh, I got Forever First, Richie Rich. He produces a lot of my beats. Um, that's my personal producer on my team. I got TDS Cam. Shout out my nigga Cam. Uh, that nigga. It's nigga Cam. Chef's kid. That nigga does it all. That nigga mixes, masters, produces. uh, He sings and raps himself. Like 
that nigga is really sweet. He plays the guitar. I'm gonna let you hear one of my songs at the end of this and mm-hmm. his guitar solos. That nigga this is nigga talented. Nice. Yes, he made um two of my two of my beats from scratch on my album, uh, Miss Rager, and them shits are crazy. That nigga is so talented. Um, who else? I got my girls from Pink Mafia. Uh, shout out. Drea, Drea got her own businesses going on. She does lashes and she has a boutique coming up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my girl Lena, she does music too. Uh, she's about to release her first single. Uh, that's just gonna be dope. She's an R and B singer. Uh, my girl Shawnee, she's a model. Um, Tia, makeup artist. I'm trying to think. <coughs> Princess, she's a she's an artist too. She's a rapper. Um, damn. Shout out my nigga Gringo, fresh out. <laughs> this nigga fresh out. <laughs> yeah um damn there's so many people that i can fucking say i don't want to miss nobody that'll be like shout out my parents my family and my brother um damn i know i'm gonna miss somebody and they're gonna be like absolute i already said absolute on here but that's my fr- personal the photographer, photographer. Yeah. a nigga goes hard he's made every cover art for my singles and album and is doing uh well and my ep and is now doing my album Word. um why you the selfie that? spot. Oh. Go to the selfie spot in Richmond by by VUU. That's Virginia Union. That what shit goes that? hard. It's like a, it's a building with like different rooms in it. Uh, each room is has like its own theme. I shot my Glacier music video in there. Oh so like, shit, that's sweet. You can just go in there and take pictures. Yeah. What they charge? Yeah, it's like twenty five an hour, and you go in and you just take pictures. It's on your phone, and they have like this little thing that's uh, a remote that hooks up to the selfie light. Yeah. And you could click the remote, and it'll take the pictures for you. They had like swing sets on one. Um, they had a room with uh, like an airplane on it. They oh, have a sweet. room like a boxing room. They have a room with like a gold toilet, and it says something about being the shit. <laughs> that's sweet. Yeah, no, it's I, dope. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm try to get that information from you later. No, I, yeah. I would definitely like to check that out. The selfie spot. Yeah, that shit's hard. How many rooms is it? You think? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. It's like eleven or twelve. 11 maybe rooms. maybe more. Yeah. It's hard though that shit. And then each season they have something different. So I'm actually about to go oh, that's after crazy. this. Change it. Yeah, and they're doing a Valentine's Day theme. And I saw the video. They got teddy bears. They got a kissing booth. They got uh, hearts and shit. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. I don't mean to pause you. I gotta really use the bathroom. No, I'll you're right good. You're back. good. Let me just. I'm just gonna <laughs> mute the mic real quick. Matter of fact, I'm gonna leave it on. Go ahead, talk some shit if you want. To. Oh, um, hello everybody. It's your girl Jay to the motherfucking duh. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out my nigga. M-O-M-M. That's money on my motherfucking mind. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> money on my mind. Money on my motherfucking mind. I might have to tell him to make it M-O-M-M-M. Anyways, um, that nigga goes hard. Uh, I'm about to... I say it? Oh, I'm about to be an ambassador for his clothing brand. Yeah, Chester, say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited about that. Um, he... Yeah, shout out to him. We just got posted on one of the, like, Virginia hip-hop blogs today about our collab, and that shit goes stupid. So check that nigga out. It's called M-O-M-M Clothing. That's money on my mind. Um, who else? Shout out. Boz isn't Richmond. It is? It's not Richmond. Um, but, yeah. Welcome back. Yeah, you held it down. <laughs> I heard y'all here going crazy. That's what's up. Shout out people in the chat, man. We got um, Metallic Keem in the chat. He says he likes how well-spoken you are. Oh, thank you. For sure, for sure. Thank Shout out you. Ebony again, Goddess in- Energy. 
reconfigure goddess energy recognize my bad goddess Ooh, energy recon- yeah you better so recognize at that point when you was talking about different women like some women is like uh like they be hating and shit and they be don't want you to shine it's like mm-hmm. no nah, like everybody gotta be on a goddess level if you a yeah, goddess exactly you know? yep recognize that shit yeah well because goddesses recognize goddesses like real recognizes real same thing like you know somebody and this is something that i always say somebody that isn't securing themselves or isn't happy with themselves they're they're going to treat you like that and it has nothing to do with you personally like i don't take anything that somebody does to me personally because i see it as oh you're hurt within yourself you you perceive me a certain way because you're not fully healed within yourself because if you were healed within yourself you wouldn't blame anybody else for your traumas or your problems except for you and i don't that's why i never like i could be in a shitty ass mood but nobody's gonna know no one's gonna know because i'm not gonna take it i'm not gonna go hang out with anyone until i'm healed or until i feel a little better or i'll at least let you know hey you know i'm not in it right now Mm um i might you know snap or whatever don't take it personally because hurt people hurt people so it's healing it's time for people to heal it's time for y'all niggas to heal man like you know the fuck i'm saying you motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) you already know what the fuck going on (laughs) all right we are hour in let's go ahead and get into the freestyle topic random topic you said something earlier. I th- we might even oh, like get shit. into I it. I thought you were gonna say random like, topic right. freestyle right now. No, I was about to be like no, no, Chester, no. take it away. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna do you like that. We had one person freestyle on here. Um, Metallic came and he smoked it. He came back twice. If you ever want to do that, we can do it. Not today, but we can do it. I just gotta know beforehand. I can get the setup and. I, I only freestyle when I'm high. Word. I can freestyle, but it's only when I'm high. Like if get I'm high, high and come in. I can say whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be high one day, but the only <laughs> thing about me being high on interviews, I don't talk. Uh, I'll just sit there. like. That's good that you know that, because some people try to like <laughs> think they want to get like drunk and high and just go in there and just be like, Ugh. No, I've, I've done like a couple, like uh, I did a podcast called The Cloud TV and The Smoking Spot. The, or, the Cloud, no, the cloud smoking, here? Yeah, The Cloud yeah, TV and then, um, what was it? Uh, the Smoking Section, and there were both uh, segments where I smoked. And I, I mean, I, I talked pretty well, but I have a shout out to anybody that got a speech impediment. I have a speech impediment. And so when I'm you high, I never recognize. Oh, OK. When you're high, it comes it out. It comes I'm out because you are speaking really clear. I think. Yeah, that actually that that's years of practice. I actually like if you sit down and actually listen to me when I'm not on camera or like when I'm rapping, there's sometimes where I have to do a whole verse over because I said something like this. <laughs> how to get my tongue clipped when i was eight most traumatic really? thing of my fucking life yeah what, what uh, why does anybody ever need that like what is that about my so you know the little string you have underneath your tongue yeah it, mine was right it here it was too far mine oh. was on like the front of my tongue almost oh so you couldn't really move it. I, I could only talk like this so my mom me and my brother both had that problem my mom said i had to go get it removed they removed that shit the first time didn't do it right my stitches popped out my Ooh. mouth was bleeding I got a bubble underneath, and it was, like, probably infected. I went to an, and this is why I swear Hanover racist as fuck, bro. Because back in the day, I didn't think about this shit. I'm 10 years old, right? Mm-hmm. At this dentist's office. This nigga sprays, like, the free spray on me. He use, he does it on my foot first. I'm a kid, so I'm like, I'm like I don't want that. I don't know what that is. He sprays Freeze. it on my first. It's like a... Um, like some cryo, like like, like, like some, nitro. Okay, nitro. Okay. Yep. And so they spray. He sprayed it on my foot. He was like, "See, it doesn't hurt. It just feels cold." I'm like, oh, "Okay." He sprays my tongue. I should have known that it wasn't gonna fucking work. He cuts my tongue with scissors after spraying it with what nitro. the f- yo with scissors. Is my that nigga. how they supposed to do it? With scissors? No, I don't think so, bro. I swear to. I don't know how this. I, oh I know the first God. time they did it. 
I went to my family dentistry. They numbed me with a needle and stuff. So I was thinking they were going to put a needle in my mouth, which hurts. But I would have rather had that than you just spraying freeze. Spray oh, my, my God. It's like, what is this fucking 1920, nigga? Bruh. My Yo. dad was like, my dad was like, you're fine. You're fine. Eat a piece of ice. I'm like, bro, I can't move my tongue. And now that oh I'm grown, I'm like, dad, that shit was racially motivated. Bro. I swear to God, ain't no fucking way you would have did that to a white child. There's no way you would have let that shit happen. Like, I'm like. Yo, I don't even care. Just procedure. I'm like, yo, you're not cutting my tongue with no scissors. I didn't scissors, know. Nigga. You, he you, was you, just you. like, all right, open your mouth. And I'm thinking he's going to oh. put like a numb, something numb. Or maybe once it like stays on your mouth for a while it gets more nah bruh i was like oh i'm just i just keep visualizing that shit that shit is fucking me up yeah that shit was traumatized i will never i will never forget that shit so do you even like going to the dentist now like you probably like damn what you gonna do (laughs) no i i like going to the dentist this was just a this was a dentist i've never been to i've been going to the same dentist for 20 for i don't know 20 i wouldn't say 21 because i didn't have teeth but for my entire life i've been going to the same dentist um, at least like the same like brand of dentistry right. or whatever, you know, the same okay. dental office or whatever. Right. And it was just a different one. It was like an oral surgeon, but it was like a, a hand me down type of oral oh, surgeon. Front yeah. and hand. It was like one of those older ones. This nigga wild. Bro, wild as a bitch, bro. I was like, you ever seen the dentist? Like there's a scary movie called Mm-mm. The Dentist. It's a it's a a movie where he, there's a dentist and he'll go and pull your teeth out without numbing you and he knows he's not doing oh, it. Oh my god. He knows he's not numbing you right, and he'll pull your teeth. He's killing people and shit. That's why I, I, I'll never go back to, like, one of those offices that look like that. Unless it looks bougie as fuck inside, I'm not going in it. Not Don't ask it. Yeah. me. <laughs> that shit need to look squeaky clean, top to bottom. Yeah. Anything else, y'all niggas are wild, and y'all just be doing whatever the fuck. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> oh, scissors. Yeah. I would have looked that nigga up, like, now that you're older and shit, and, like, go... And like, figure out who that nigga stab was. Stab this nigga or something. Right, or, like, figure out, like, <laughs> why did you do that? Like, I'm, and, you know, my parents don't know, because they've never had... They right. they didn't have that growing up, so they're just right. thinking, you know, yeah, oh, that, know that shit... right or wrong. Right, they're right. probably, like... You know, like, my dad genuinely probably thought that shit did not hurt, because my dad was, like, the type to be, like, suck it up mm-hmm. type of thing. Like, that's why I was always good at whatever I did. I, I just sucked that shit up, shit up like, whatever. My brother was the same way, but I'm like, bruh, that shit. This nigga cut my tongue, daddy, with some scissors. With some scissors, <laughs> bruh. He's like, it's okay. You were numbed. Bruh, I'm telling you, bruh. Yo. I was not. I swear to God. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, so before I got up, we was ready to roll into the freestyle. That was kind of freestyle right there. <laughs> um, All right, freestyle topic. Like, I, Oh, so it was two. It was two that I was saying about. And you both brought them up. You brought up spirituality and you brought up conspiracies. Tell him, Chester. Wait, all right. What is what is the most unique conspiracy that you really believe that shit right now? Hmm. I don't. I'm not gonna talk about aliens because you know that's that's a popular one right now. We talk about aliens like five times on here. These niggas are like, man, fuck. We heard about aliens. Right. We already know they exist. Um, I could talk about aliens all day, though. No, I could, too. I could talk about different planets and shit. Uh, you know, life. Oh, outside. you're more advanced than me. You, you're way more advanced than me. I, I've been in, on the spiritual journey um, since 2016. Okay. So, 16. How many years is that? Goddamn. <coughs> Goddamn, well, like six, seven. Yeah, something like, like that. Yeah. I've been on the journey for that long. Um, so a conspiracy theory that's unique. <laughs> 
Damn, there's so many. Uh, we could talk. Okay, so I'm gonna just start spitting shit out. Tell me which one you want to talk about. So we could talk okay. about like the food industries. We could talk about, um, you know, ah, you want to talk about diseases? Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. So a disease. Okay, so this is where I'm gonna. This is my sauce. A disease is disease. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. See, I'm on you, right? I'm you. on Look the same you. track right now. Go ahead. Now. Go ahead. Disease. That's where it came from. All right, continue. A disease of the body. So right. diseases, and this is kind of ties in with COVID. It. I believe that. Any sickness that you have is a sickness of the mind. It's not a sickness of the body if you actually eat correctly. If you eat the right foods and like vegetables and stuff that you're supposed to eat, technically your body should be able to overcome it or, you know, fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a strong immune system, you should be able to fight off any disease. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, they get so sick because in their head, they're, they're fearful of it. So that ties into the how do you control people for so long? And, you know, like the whole quarantine thing, you know, yeah. COVID's going around like, oh, wear a mask, do this, do this. How do you control people? You you give them fear. Fear is the lowest vibration that you can ever have. So if you, there are people constantly in fear all the time, you can control them. You could be scared of something. Right. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, you know, in order to not make that thing come that you are fearful of, not like fearful of the most. You got to do, you gotta what do I this, say. this and this. You're going to do that shit because you're so fearful of oh, shit, that shit could happen. I don't want to take my chances. You're not going to question it because it's like you, you're not really 100% sure on what it is, but you know enough that there are remedies or whatever out there. So, you know, a lot of people, they don't think about diseases or, like, they just go with whatever. Somebody tells them, like, oh, get this, get that, take medicine, do this, whatever. But in reality, like, for example, I got uh, – I'm technically diagnosed with ADHD and ADD. Um, and to me, this is a really big thing. I, you know, I'll, I'll label it or whatever. I'll tell people ADHD cause that's how they'll, you know, be able to understand what I have. But in reality, you can't label s- uh, somebody's personality. Like, mm-hmm. what are you comparing it to? What are you comparing my ADHD to? Oh, that's a really to? good point. I never in it. You got to think about that. Like, think about it. Like, okay. Like all these people being diagnosed with like different mental disorders and stuff. What are you comparing it to? What what is yeah, the like what's the normal, average? What's yeah, the what's average the normal that you're standard? Using? Normal is pretty much anybody that doesn't think outside of the box or have anything wrong. Like meaning like people, you know, you see people they look like they're part of like a simulation. They just kind of they like the cookie cutter mm-hmm. type of family. Yeah, NPC. Mhm. That that's what it is. If you go outside of that thinking, they deem you as crazy or they deem you as there's something wrong with you or like me. I'm very energetic. I when I was in school, I never wanted to sit still. I always had talks too much on my report cards, whatever. Mm-hmm. And in reality, it's just like I have a lot to say, and whatever you're teaching me is boring me because I don't care nor need to learn about that to succeed in life. Because I always I always knew where my life was going. So it's like I'm learning about a plus b equals c squared or whatever. What the fuck I need to know that for? <laughs> I'm gonna go talk about something I want to I want to actually talk about and learn about. Like so that Word. was me. So it's just like, I don't know. That's always been a thought I had. Like, you know, how can you diagnose me with that's something? A, yeah, that's a crazy point. And I've, I've never heard anybody say that. What are you comparing it to? Whose personality is the one that this is how people normally are? Right. It's honestly to put people on these medications. Like, I never, you know, I tried medication for um, depression. And I, you know, I actually ended up being, quote unquote, allergic to it. It made me... Um, very sick it made me feel like shit it made me gain weight um it actually made me feel worse than 
before. I had taken it. It was called, I think it was like some type of Zoloft and Lexapro. Mm-hmm. Lexapro is what I'm allergic to. And um, I was taking it, and it just made me feel funny. So I told my doctor, and my doctor was like, you might just be allergic to it. It might just be a chemical reaction. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, why am I taking medicine to feel better about myself? Like, I shouldn't have to take medicine to orchestrate the chemistry in my body like it was just it just never sat right with me like after a while i was like i don't actually want to take these anymore because maybe my body is just rejecting that shit because you're trying to put something in me to Mm -hmm. make me not have feelings at all to not feel like a lot of depressive medicines you'll see people they'll be so lively and so dope or even adhd medicines you'll see people be lively dope whatever and then they start taking it and they're just kind of like like they sit through class like like just focused but they don't say they don't have that life in them anymore and it takes a part of you. And, you know, I, I'm really big on not taking it anymore because I, I realized that instead of me trying to mask my depression and trying to make myself not have feelings, I needed to tap into what depression really was. And to me, when I get depressed, depression is just my body's way of telling me I'm done playing this character. I'm done playing this role. So, like, let's say I'm doing mm. something for a long time, like modeling. I used to model a lot, and somewhere down the road, I was just like, I, I don't find a joy in this anymore, but I'm still doing it because, oh, I want to make money or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's not a way to live. A lot of people, they're depressed in life because they work nine to fives. They do shit. They, they wake up. Even me, like, when I was working my nine to five heavy, like, I would wake up and be, like, sad as fuck throughout the day just to be happy to get off. And then once, like, 11 o'clock rolled around, I'm depressed again because I know I have to go back to work in the morning because mm-hmm. it's not something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was unhappy, sad, or whatever. And instead of blaming it on something wrong in my body, I just looked at my surroundings and was like, well, maybe the higher power and God's trying to tell me this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing anymore. Like, this isn't me. This isn't the role I want to play. That This isn't what I want to do. So why am I doing it to make other people happy? Like, let me find out what makes me happy, and then I won't be depressed anymore instead of just doing whatever society tells Hell me to yeah. do. Hell yeah. And you came to that conclusion all, all on your own. Mm-hmm. I, there's been a lot of That's nights. powerful. Thank you. Yeah, there's, there's been a lot of nights where I, and I am very open about this, you know. There's been a lot of nights where I've been on my knees crying, um, you know, lost in the world scared like i'm a medium what people call a medium so i am very connected with the spiritual world or realm um at least that's my belief some people don't believe in it but Mm -hmm. i'm very in touch with my ancestors i'm very into i have visions i see things i've been shown things which is why i don't like hanover because like ever since i was little i used to see shit like see shit like not like a not like a oh you gotta explain that see see shit Mm-hmm. Okay. And I believe you, but I'm saying like, we, we, give me an example. So this was the most monumental thing that I ever saw. So when I was little, my parents always used to tell me not to go in the woods, whatever, because I would come home and be like, hey. this shit is scary already. Oh, like, <laughs> shit. What you ready to say? I mean, I grew up in the country. So like going to the creek was fun for me. I used to yeah. love going to the creek, going in, like putting my feet in the creek. Like it was just fun to me. It was just some kids do. But my parents, would, I, I, my neighborhood was built on civil war battlegrounds so my parents would always tell me don't go there i would hear gunshots i would hear cannons i would hear whatever and my parents yeah like dead ass my my mom was like don't go out there and i saw like a reenactment of the civil war like i thought that people like people was doing it yeah like white people you know white people they just be doing like they they just be doing shit so i'm like oh you know they're doing a (laughs) reenactment whole time nobody was nothing was there I just I just saw that you're lying. No, I swear to my mom was like Holy when I told my mom, I didn't think about it at the time. She was just like, don't go in the woods ever again. And, and I just I, I mean, I still did. 
Because <laughs> I just thought that they were just tripping or whatever. But this was the I had went so I had left Hanover, and this was during the protests uh, in like summer twenty nineteen. Yeah, I think. yeah. Um, and I was in the protest heavy. I would go and sage the George Floyd shit, know. right? Yep. Okay. I would go and sage the streets. I would go. I would hand out sage sticks to people. Um, I had my own energy cleansing kits, so like I would give them out to people, get waters or whatever, because there was people during the protest that would give us waters, like a lot of white people that had bad intentions would give out waters to protest, and they'd start throwing up. It was stuff, and they were putting shit in our waters. What? Um, yeah, it was fucked up. So I started bringing my own stuff, giving it to people, had first aid kits and stuff on deck. Um, and I'll never forget this day. We were having a party, like a pretty, it was like a big ass, like cookout festival right in front of the Robert E. Lee monument. Mm -hmm. And it was before they took it down. People were just out there having a good time. There's kids, four year olds, three year olds, whatever. This was the night where they had tear gas. Like people were like, oh, you know, they tear gas because we were rioting. No, they used to just tear gas to fuck with us. Like just, just because they could, like they, they try to paint it to the media that they were, that we were rioting or, you know, doing all this wild shit. But in reality, a lot of the riots started from people, white people that were pretending to be part of the BLM movement. And there's actual pictures like that out there where people would paint their face black and pretend like they're something they're not. And it's like, how are we rioting outside in a field that looks like a fucking cookout with three year olds for babies, people bringing their babies or dogs and shit like I'll never forget it. So we were having fun or whatever. And I got high. <laughs> it was like a. I smoke, so <laughs> it was really fun. So, and I met uh, some girls there that had went to high school with me. That I never, you know, I hung out with them, but like, not really. It was like more in passing. Um, I used to hang out with everyone growing up, but you know, I never had my set clique of people mm -hmm. I'd hang out with. I just, I was a, a wanderer. I would hang out with everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll never forget this shit. I, I, I was high, and they were like, you know what? You want to come back to my crib and let's smoke? Sure, why not? Where do you live? Hanover. And oh, who is shit. this? Who is this? Um, I was like, so you said some some people like, yeah, you're not really in a clique, but you knew them. No, yeah, yeah I knew them. I don't want to say their names because okay. I don't want to put their business out there. If they want to say it, tell the story, whatever. And there's nothing wrong with them. It was just like a, it was a weird moment. So, right. you know, they they invited me to their crib. It's in Hanover, and I'm actually familiar with the neighborhood. So we're sitting in in the um, driveway or whatever. Mind you, Hanover is pretty much all like civil war, slavery, whatever. Like all of that energy is still there. Um, and that's why I feel like Virginia has a very negative, hateful energy yeah, to it. True, that's why yeah. people hate, because we were built upon hate and hatred towards yeah. other people. So we still haven't gotten out of that mindset. So I'm in the car. They pull me this big ass Jeep. I'm talking about big ass Jeep. I hit that shit. I'm high as fuck. These bitches talking about some. Let's go on a walk. I'm like, OK, it's <laughs> mind you, it's 1130 at night. Oh, I'm like, shit. OK, cool. Street lights are on. People's house lights are on. We're just walking, right? They start walking on the street, and then they want to go on a trail. I already don't like trails, especially mm -hmm. at nighttime. You don't like trails? I don't yeah. like trails. for At nighttime, nah. Like, uh, and then, like, hiking trails, dope. But, like, Hanover trails, they're different. You can feel their energy. It's fucking It's weird. I, I can't describe it. You'll have to go. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't recommend it. Honestly, <laughs> it's like, it's a bad, it's a bad feeling. And yeah. I just, I felt weird. These bitches were like, imagine being high as a bitch. And three white girls are just, you know, skipping. They're just skipping into the woods. You're like, damn, this is a fucking movie. What's happening I'm right like, now? Bro, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? And I, and it was so surreal to me. And I'm, I'm like, is this really happening? And I started getting scared. I was like, y'all, can we turn around? And 
I felt like I was in a dream. I was like, bro, can y'all hear me? Like, can we turn around? And they're just jumping, laughing or whatever. I guess they couldn't hear me. I feel like I was so high that maybe I wasn't, I ha- I'm soft spoken. So maybe I wasn't projecting wasn't, my voice yeah. the way I should have. Cause they were far, like, you know, a little past that window and I'm back here trying to catch up and I'm walking. Cause I'm like, what the fuck? I, this is weird. Why are y'all going in the woods? Hold up. And after the protest, I feel a little, I'm on edge. Like mm-hmm. I'm on, like, I feel like niggas are out to get me. So I start running and I have flip flops on. And for some reason I, I look down at the grass and I swear it sounds crazy, but I was like, I feel like a runaway slave. Like, I, I, I don't know. Don't judge me. I was just like, in my head, I was like, this is familiar. Like I've been in this situation yeah. before. Like I, I believe in past lives, but that's another top topic. So I've, I feel like I've been here before. I know I've been here before and I feel like this is my last lifetime, but I'm running. I'm like, hold up. This is very familiar. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want to go here. I don't want to do it. I said, no, y'all need to stop, 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 stop. I'm like screaming at them. Yo, yo stop. They're already on the trail. I, I stopped running. I didn't, I didn't even have it in my head to stop running. I just all of a sudden just stopped running. I was right. I was literally right like this from the trail. And they were putting lights on this. Like it looked like a fort, like a little kid had built and they're putting lights on it. And I was like, why are y'all stopping? They were like, come on, Jada, look, look at this. And I was like, what the fuck? I look at it. I swear to God, there was a black man tied up to it. And there was KKK hoods around that. Sh- I saw that shit with my own eyes. And I, I get like, like emotional talking about it. Cause I know I saw that shit. And I, in my head, I was like, I was like, oh nah. I started running. Like, I'm like, this is some get out shit. These bitches are trapping me. I was like, oh nah. I start hauling ass to my car getting my keys out, unlocking the door. And they're like behind me, like, Jada, what's wrong? Come back. They're running. I'm like, bro, get the fuck away from me. Like, I'm like, y'all get the fuck away from me. Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. I get in my car. I lock the door and I start my car and they're like knocking on the, they're like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I'm like, bro, get the fuck away from my car. Like, I know, I know I'm not tripping or whatever. Right. And then I, and you know, then I started calming down a little bit and I was like, that doesn't even like that doesn't even make sense. Like I've known these girls at school, but then it's like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know, I don't know. I feel weird. And then I was like, nah, like maybe I'm just tripping. So you know, I still have the car in, and I let them get in the car because I mean, if you're gonna do something to me, I got a taser. I'm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. fight you. You know, I don't. Y'all don't got no weapons. Y'all don't have pockets. Y'all are wearing. You know, I, I check shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. Um. I let them in the car. They start talking to me. They're like, bro, are you okay? Like, what's wrong? Like, they never saw it. It was only me. I saw that shit. And they were like, are you okay? Whatever, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, no, nah, I'm not. No, nah, I didn't say yeah. I said, no, nah, I'm not. I said, I know. I said, did y'all not fucking see that in the woods? And they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, tied up. And they were like, it was a fucking kid's sport. I was like, no, the fuck it wasn't. I told them what I saw. And they like looked at me like, like what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I was like, bro, y'all didn't see that shit. They were like, no, Jada, are you okay? And I'm like, no, bro, I saw that. I swear to God, I saw that shit, bro. I was like, don't make me feel crazy, bro. I saw that shit. They were like, bro, no, that, that wasn't there. And so I had called my mom. I had, I just, I was like, all right, well, I need to go home. Y'all got to get out. So they got out. I, I was driving home. I'm still high as a bitch. And I'm like, mom, like, I, this is what I saw. This is how I feel. Like, she was like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, bro. I don't know what the fuck that was. And then, you know, I started listening to some, like, I listen to, like, sound healing music. So it's, like, frequencies. So, like, mm-hmm. s- different frequencies can, like, help you heal as a person. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to 432 hertz, which is one of, the, like, the most healing frequencies you can listen to. And I've, 
you know, I talk to my ancestors. I talk to God. I talk to the universe. Like, they're my friends and shit because they're helping guiding me on this journey, and that's what I believe. And I just kept hearing in my head, like, message. Like, that it was pretty much a message. Like, they were showing me shit. Like, you know, um, just showing me shit. And I had never had something that scary happen. Come to find out, I was like, you know what? Maybe I was just tripping. Maybe it was laced or something. Like, I'm thinking the weed's laced at this point because there's no way I should have saw that. I'm there. I get home. The next morning, why did one of the girls call me and say that there was a KKK flyer on her door the next morning what? about a meeting that was going to be Hell in, no. those wo- in, in, in that in those neighborhood? Same woods? Yeah, in that neighborhood, there was a clubhouse. Like, literally, like, if we would have kept walking three to four, like, three to five more minutes, we would have been at a clubhouse. It, it was happening. Holy shit. The whole shit. weekend that we were, yeah. Yo. Yeah. Yo, my God. Yeah. But there was not, there was literally nothing there. I know there was nothing there. But it's just the fact that I was shown that. Like, got, I feel yeah. like that. And what I got from that message was that that has actually happened there before. Like, you know, or I don't know if you believe this, but I believe like if something really traumatizing or fucked up happens in the world, that energy kind of stays in that area forever. I can I can understand it. I don't I can't say that I've ever like experienced it or seen it, but I believe anything's possible. Like, right. it, for sure. Like that. That shit sounds it don't sound unbelievable to me. Right. A lot of people, they say I'm crazy or whatever. I, I know what I saw. And it's like, you know, some it's, it's a gift. Like, uh, you know, it sucks because it's like a scary gift sometimes. But I feel like it's a gift, like to be able to understand, OK, you know, this shit like this has actually happened in the world. Like it was to the point where it there's no it, you you can't really deny that you saw that because shit like that used to actually fucking happen. Yeah. So it, it couldn't have been a that would never happen. That shit used to happen yeah, all the time. Yeah, it really did happen. And it was just, it was just and it a happened surreal. in fucking Virginia, in Richmond. It used to happen in Hanover all the fucking time, all the time. And and that's why it's so crazy to me. You know, my school used to make me go to like, we had to go to the slave trail that they have in Richmond for like a grade. I'll never forget that oh, shit. Man. Like the sl- they, we had to go to an actual slave trail, and it was like cool to like see the history behind it. But it's just like a lot of traumatizing shit has happened here that I'm really aware of, which is why I really want to get the fuck up out of here. Like, I want to get the fuck up out of here. I feel like Virginia is really an evil ass place to live in. Like the shit that they used to do here is like unspeakable. It's just it's disgusting. Like and a lot of people try to ignore that shit. That shit used to happen even in the 60s. Like it wasn't that long ago. People try to make it seem like, oh, this was centuries ago. That shit. A lot of our grandparents used to live shit like that. So it's like. I don't know. I, I want to get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> Damn, that was crazy. I, w- I wasn't expecting all that, but that was, <laughs> that, no, that was some real interesting shit. I'm, I'm glad you shared that. Yeah, don't think podcast. I'm crazy, bro. No, that's not I crazy, don't be sharing though. it with everybody, but I do be sharing it like when people ask me because I have no shame in it. Like that's what I saw. You can believe it or you don't. But I know. Yeah. So. No, that's what's up, man. Well, look, we did an hour and a half. <laughs> I want to go ahead and wrap, man. Thanks so much for coming through. No, yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You want to drop your socials? Uh, yes. So, all right, let's give out some good positive energy now. <laughs> I just told y'all some real deep shit. Ooh, Ooh scary. <laughs> um, but my name is J to the motherfucking duh, and y'all can find me on all socials at J A Y dot D U H H H two thousand. I'm gonna say that one more time. J A Y dot D-U-H-H-H. That's three H's with a 2,000 at the end. And if you want to find me on musical platforms, I'm on all platforms. And that's a J-A-Y question mark D-U-H-H-H. J-Hmm. 
Who the fuck is that? Done, nigga, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Word, like, yeah. Thanks for coming through. Shout out, Petey. Thanks for making this happen, bro. Um, <laughs> he's sleepy. He's sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all already know where to find us. It's New Richmond Podcast on Instagram, New Richmond Podcast on YouTube, New Richmond Show on Twitter. Follow my Instagram, T-E-I-M-O-N-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. Uh, follow my personal Twitter, underscore, underscore, C-A-L-L-M-E-E-T-E-E. Shout out to Nigga Keon, he a bitch. Can you do me a favor? We all positive. Like We, we, we got the positive energy going at the end, but I still need you to call Keon a bitch. Tell him he's a fucking bitch. Oh God! Tell him he's a bitch. Uh, Fuck you. All right. Uh, well, I don't know who you are, Say but I, I would have really liked you to be here. Yeah, so you, you bitch know what, ass nigga. You a bitch. You a fucking <laughs> bitch, bro. You hoe ass nigga. All right, man. New Richmond podcast. We out. Peace. All right.